0: Two, yep. Come on. The name is Law Nation. The sound of the man working on the train. Gay. Let's go. Cowboys scouting the Jacksonville Jaguars, plus more and more. Appreciate each and every last one of you and you and you for tuning in to the Law Nation Sports Talk and Beyond. That's including the Ice Wall. 21.
1: Can you do something for me? Come on. Can yeah. you talk to the ops next for me? Okay. 21.
0: Yup. They say, ain't no party like a cowboy party. What about a Law Nation? rule? Come on. Yeah. The name is Law Nation. Without hesitations nor deviations to the matter. Let's continue to grind to shine. Also, Cowboy Nation, be sure to tell that like button to lean forward just a little bit. Come on. Slap that like button for your boy. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Come on. What's up? Nation, stand tall. Delayed but not denied, baby. I tried to go live about three hours ago, maybe around two hours ago, uh, but we had some things to come up, and I had to shift and move here. I had to go to Sam Club and everything and pick up some items for the house, and uh, we'll be hitting the road tomorrow, so I appreciate everybody uh, for the 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 safe prayers of traveling graces, but we will be back in the studios on Sunday. Nevertheless, we're going to be here. We're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And thank everybody for tuning in. If this is your first time ever here, we're going to have a good time. This may be Maybe a long show, maybe a short show, but uh, before we go further into this, let me talk about the people that are sponsoring this show, Sutton Digital Marketing. All right, so for those who are out there who need help with ranking top on Google and beyond, Reach out to Sutton Digital Marketing, especially if you're a lawyer, your attorney, you need help with that, being on the top of the Google reports and things like that. Reach out to Sutton Digital Marketing. They got five stars on Yelp as well as Google. Go to this website, S U T T O N D M dot com, and hit that number up, 866- 508-4169. 508-4169. That would be the hotline for your mind. And on top of that, check out all of the Cowboys content and beyond Cowboy Nation. Keep this in mind that, that we did have LVE uh, film analysis this morning as well as um, a uh, clip of the 98-yarder that, that my guy was able to do, Rain Dakota Prescott. And y'all check that out too, man. Uh, it was a brilliant episode of him. Short clips of him going down the field. But before we go more into details here, Cowboy Nation, uh, let's let's pull this up right quick. Let's pull this up. I got great Jerry Jones make great plays, great plays, great make exceptional plays, and so uh, I hope we advance here. Where
2: a handful of great plays, if I may be on with uh, could be the difference in a world championship. Well,
3: does that is have to happen sooner, though,
2: to no, well. get him in and start the I rehab process? So, but he's uh, he's at a level, but uh, I, I don't have an exact uh, exact quantifying way to say when. But he's uh, he is working, and then, uh, but uh,
0: sooner rather than later, yes. We did. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. <laughs> how now,
4: Martin, soon do you want a decision how soon would you like to have a
0: decision well, I don't want to talk about that yep. but stand by yep. yep. alright so that was Jerry Wayne Jones on uh, Odell Beckham he want to hold on to the fight he want to hold on to Odell Beckham dreams of coming to the Cowboys uh, if you guys want Odell Beckham let me put let put it in the chat it Says just put OBJ if you don't want Odell Beckham, put in OBJ. You know what I'm saying? So let me see how that works. Uh, you know, so it is what it is at this time. If you want them, then let me know and just put that in the chat. Nevertheless, I'm already looking at this right here. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, I'm looking at this right here. We see that this guy, T.Y. Hilton, he'll be rocking number 16 out there, and he is at practice. And if you guys check out his interview on thecowboys.com, he said he stayed in shape. Uh, he got a 15-year-old, a 10-year-old, and an 8-year-old, I believe. And uh, during that process, he sat back. He already wanted to come to the Cowboys if the opportunity was right, and it was right? Right. But he said that he would love to, um, you know, watch his kids play in sports and things like that and be a good father. So shout out to him, man, for being there for his kids, his loved ones, and everything. Not everybody's blessed to have a father in their lives, right? So let's give this man a a good dad award, you know what I mean? Because he said he could have been to multiple other teams, but he said he wanted to be with his kids, right? You know he ain't want to sit back and allow someone else to watch his kids play sports and things like that. So shout out to him, man! And uh, I think that this dude is a solid guy for us. Uh, I do like his skill sets. I do like what he brings to the table, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, he, he could be very much so out here pre- out here playing. You know, believe it or not. And these things go a long way, not a short way. And I think that the uh, aspect the aspect of the Cowboys utilizing this kid in the right way can help out the room, the locker room in general, collectively. If you guys get what I'm saying, right? I hope you guys get what I'm saying. Uh, and, and that goes farther than I can throw it. So, Cowboy Nation, that's just how this goes all together. Let's listen in to thirteen ten the Ticket. At the beginning of the year,
2: Jacksonville looked like a gimme. It looked like a layup. It looked like a slam dunk. Well, not so fast anymore. They struggled early in the season, and obviously, this is the first season with Doug Peterson, an accomplished Doug. coach won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. An accomplished coach taking over from the unbelievable mess that was last year in Jacksonville. Oh. Well, Peterson installs all of his systems and his new coaching staff, and Jacksonville gets its brains beaten out a few times early in the year. Now, they uh, – they didn't do so well against Houston, which is not much to say. But we always say look for teams who start to become something in the middle or to, toward the later part of the yep. season. Example, Lions. Yep. Lions are in high gear these days. In wildcard contention. In wild card contention. And as incredible as it sounds, if Carolina wins out – under interim coach Steve Wilkes, they win the NFC South.
0: <laughs> That's Norm Hiskis, man. <laughs> Norm going Norm gonna to spit at you, man, with some good content, man. All right, so so here's the thing. Jacksonville did turn the corner. And we got some reports. Uh, uh, Brian Brothers did a wonderful scouting report on those boys as well. And one thing that you got to contextualize, that, that, that Trevor Lawrence, man, uh, I, I like the guy coming out of college, by the way. If, you, if you're a Trevor Lawrence fan, let me know. Um, he, he's exciting to watch, and he, he going through some groin pains, but he's at the tip of it now, right? And he's getting some, uh, some playing time up under him. He's six foot six. He needs a sandwich, right? But he's gaining a little bit more mass and uh, he's going through, and the game is slowing down for him and he's improving. And I always talk about people, uh, especially quarterbacks, peaking at the right time, right? Sometimes you can be a one hit wander, right? Or you can be falling into the right proper system and then you fool around and get the bag, and then all of a sudden you disappear. Right. We've seen it happen multiple times. Look up Matt Flint. Right. (laughs) The Seattle Seahawks thought for sure they was getting somebody promising, but it just never worked out for them. But it worked out for Green Bay for that one stretch or Matt Castle. You you guys remember him? He went like 11 and five one year, got that big bag in Kansas and uh, never, never, never was the same. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, Don't sleep on Dougie P. This is for my guy Jay Lombardi. Nah, we ain't going to sleep on nobody now. (laughs) Let's listen to more norm, though. Let's listen to more norm. Storming norm. Let's go. What?
2: They're a train wreck. Well, Jacksonville very quietly has done this. They've raided the ship. And Trevor Lawrence looks like a top-of-the-first-round pick. All of a sudden, hey, 368 yards against Tennessee last week. You don't just drop 368 on anybody if you can't play. (laughs) And this week, the Cowboys go to Jacksonville. In fact, in their last four games, Dallas has only one home game, and that's against the Beagles on Christmas Eve. The Jacksonville run, if you consider them – a contender in their division, which I think you have to, the way Tennessee's falling apart. Well, Jonathan Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Tennessee, Washington.
5: <laughs> what, that's what four say?
2: teams <laughs> who still care. And they care no. a lot about the season. They right do. now, Philly, Tennessee, and Washington, the three finishers, are all in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jacksonville would like to be in the playoffs. And Tennessee's going to be no easy feat.
5: have got Derrick Henry. Coming up the middle. Cowboys leaky run defense. There's no telling what he can do against us there. Exactly.
2: But it starts with Jacksonville. A road team against a young team getting better. Right. Now, hold that thought for a minute. We go, hold that. Let's go to Philadelphia. But not the Philadelphia game. Uh huh. Philadelphia has this schedule left. At Chicago, Uh they're playing out the string. At Dallas, huge game. Huge game. Home Home. to New Orleans and the Giants. If the Cowboys have any hope of catching the Eagles this year, they cannot lose in Jacksonville. If you lose the Jacksonville game, then you're hoping Philadelphia loses three of its last four games. And God bless the child. Um, Because that – Philadelphia's in high gear right now. Now, doesn't mean they're going to be in high gear when they play with the Cowboys, but right. they're in high gear right now. Right. So, if you're the Cowboys, I think this is the plan to win the division. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Win out the rest of the season, and mm-hmm. then stick your head out of the foxhole and see what's happened. Mm-hmm. Hey, could Chicago take down Philadelphia? Mm. Hmm.
5: Is Field's gonna be playing, you know? That's that's about the only hope he has. Yeah,
2: exactly. Could New Orleans? I don't know. Could the Giants Mm, maybe uh, That last game of the season, the Giants may need that to get in the playoffs. Exactly. And and Philadelphia (laughs) well, that's what you want Philadelphia
0: to do. You want to force Philadelphia to keep playing. I think P words and F words, man. R.I.P. to the to the microphone, man. Cause uh, this dude gonna soak it wet, Mike. Man, come on, Philadelphia, baby. <laughs> Four games left, baby. <laughs> it's the f words, man, and the p words, man, and any other words that with that you gotta use. <laughs> Strong, like S words too. Yeah, S words, man. So Norm, he's a Hall of Famer, man. Uh, I love his thoughts on this. Uh, I, I think that the Cowboys should look back and say, "Man, the Green Bay Packers game was a, was a horrible loss for us because it put us in this chase chase uh, mode, right?" But and the only reason why I say that is because you know we we had that game in the back. Now that we are focusing in on the Jacksonville Jaguars, they looking at it like, okay, the the Titans slipping. They need to win out, <laughs> and you got a guy, a Super Bowl winning coach over there in, in uh, Jacksonville, who who crafted up plays for his quarterback to make it comfortable for him, right? So this is this is like the climax of of a book or the good part of a book, right? This is the good part of the season. Like, we we fought to get to this point. We're 10-3. and three. We fought to get here, right? It wasn't a layup, y'all. It wasn't easy. Some would say, yeah, it's easy. Any team can win 10 games a year. No. We fought to get here. Now we got to fight to, to stand where we at and to continue to, to say to ourselves, We haven't accomplished anything, even if you want to feel that you did, right? Even if it's like this, and I'm going to play this right here, you know. (laughs) I'm going to play it. Breaking news, the Cowboys, after defeating the Jacksonville Jaguars, now clinched for a playoff berth, look, even if that's the situation and scenario, after this win, we got to celebrate it for 24 hours and then lock in. we got to lock in. It is now snowing in Chi-Town. Okay, Jay Lombardi. Oh, wow. Let's go. You don't want Philadelphia to say, all right,
2: you 14 guys, you have this Sunday off to get ready for the playoffs. You want Philadelphia to have to play meaningless games. And if you beat Jacksonville and you beat Philadelphia, then Philadelphia plays meaningful games that next week and potentially the week after.
4: The World Tournament of Soccer happening.
0: Man, so that's dope right there, uh, Cowboy Nation. Uh, Shout-out to 1310 to take it in. Stormy Norm, man, his and uh, his co worker there is a co host there. I forgot his name, Donnie, I believe. But appreciate them. All right, so let let's let's jump over to Brian Broaders, his scouting report and shout out to one oh five point three the fan. You know, we got two great radio stations in the DF dub, so we get a lot of good content and information about these teams. And this will be his thoughts and then I will put in to my thoughts of it and then we have a great show, right? It's going pretty well. Let me know if y'all y'all, y'all like the show so far. You hit the thumbs up if you do. And let's go. I was on
4: Jacksonville radio this morning.
0: They are asking me Ooh, about it. How are they doing?
4: They're, they're, do- they're really excited about this game. They feel like that the Cowboy fans are going to overwhelm them, though. Yeah, they true. feel like that th- this game, you know, the Cowboys haven't played there in 16 years. We've right. never won there. I know. But that's, you think about, you know, that's usually you, you get that rotation where you kind of you see people. But. Yeah, you hadn't played there in 16 so years because the, of London. The London game. The London game. Yes, so Dez went off. Yeah, boy, that was... And Romo wasn't even supposed to play. Beautiful. That was a beautiful game. Uh, but, yeah, the, but the Jacksonville... the
0: Yeah, who remembered the London game? I think that was a great game for us Cowboys, man, in that year. Uh, Dez went off in that game. Tony Romo was solid. Uh, I recall that um, even the running game was solid, that game. And uh, it was a great game, by the way. And... Even in Jacksonville, although we haven't played there in 16 years, that's a long time, I can tell you, in Florida, there are a lot of Cowboy fans, a lot, many of Cowboy fans in Florida. Right now, if you are in Florida, if you're a Florida Cowboy, let me know in the chat, because, or if you're close to that area, even, <laughs> Alabama, of course, Georgia, South Carolina, all of those areas in the south over there. Let me know because we we pretty much defense, and I'm not, look, look I said this last game or last show, I'm not shooting any jabs at Dallas fans. But our fans from outside of the city of Dallas—they different. It's like different types of breeds of fans, you know. Our East Coast fans are way different from our West Coast fans, and uh, our, our Florida fans—boy, they—they—they they similar to our West Coast fans. You know what I'm saying? So. It's one of those things, man. Um, Appreciate y'all so much. Four hours away. Lance Bell, appreciate you. South Carolina here, appreciate you. GA, look at us, baby. It's like it's different breeds of fans. Like I'm a Mississippi Cowboy fan, right? Dog, I, I used to wake up, man, try to find any subscription way back in the days before like all of this internet stuff. And and we used to thumb through all the stuff, man. And to this day, this is the reason why I truly can't stand the Saints. And I can't stand the Atlanta Falcons and what have you. Because those two teams, like on Sunday, it wasn't guaranteed that you're gonna get a chance to watch your Cowboys play or our Cowboys play. But if the Saints play, they're gonna show they're gonna show the Saints and not show our Cowboys. I used to be Hot, I like ah. You just had to go catch the Cowboys on replays, man. But as time, you know, got down to where we are at now, people are spoiled. Like if you're born in the late '90s, early 2000s, and beyond, you spoiled because you can get a chance to see all of the games at live time, right? But being a Mississippi Cowboy fan, it was just hard to catch those games, right? But when, as I got older, you know, you know, we advanced, and, you know, Sunday ticket, that was the avenue. Uh, I I would rather pay for the Sunday ticket. You got to keep your lights on. All right, man, I'll run an extension cord for the neighbors, man. I need this Sunday ticket, right, <laughs> so we can watch the Cowboys, man. I used to have the bootleg. When we got off to college, man, I had the bootleg, man, you know, you click on a, a certain site, you get hit with all type of stuff just to watch the Cowboys. You know, we, we deep. We deep. And then uh, <laughs> you got the same way, right, in other markets. So I felt y'all pain like the other day, uh, you know, the other week when the Cowboys were beating, the, I think it was the Minnesota Vikings, so bad they switched away. I know y'all pain, man, because I felt that before, right? You know, they switch away. And I, I used to tell people, man, growing up, I don't care whether we win, lose, or draw. I just want to see my team play. They used, to be me, they used to be me. And my brother the same way, and he's a Niner fan. We used to, I, I, I used to, uh, when we was in college or what have you, drive to bars after bars to see whether or not they show in the game right? And then Buffalo wild wings came and then you got a chance to see the game, but it's, it's just a longer round around the way storyline for you guys. But Cowboys, we watching the game this weekend, baby, Florida Cowboys laugh out loud. I'm behind, uh, I'm behind internet lag. Appreciate you big man. Hey, it is what it is. I haven't hit anything. I'm going to hit play now though. How did you become a Cowboy fan law? Uh, I, c- I became a Cowboy fan in the early 80s. There was a guy uh, that caught 11 interceptions in one season, Everson Walls. He was the first guy that I really just glued my eyes to on the TV. And I- I've been a fan uh, since the start of his career, basically, here with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in the Danny White era, so um, it, it is what it is, you know. But I can tell you that, that coming from this side of the Cowboy fandom, before Jerry Jones bought the team and ultimately, you know, rooting for this team, being split but still showing your loyalty, right, with the team, almost getting so angry and upset that – you, the, the guy that you admired, kind of patting your game after, uh, went to the Giants and won a Super Bowl. And watching the the Washington team win in the Super Bowl, and watching the Niners winning the Super Bowl, and all of that, well, it was just terrible for me growing up. But but to be on the flip side, the '90s Cowboys, oh my gosh, man, <laughs> I don't envy I don't envy those who 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 got a chance to see all five Super Bowls. But I, I can tell you, I would love to see all five, right? But I seen the three, and I can tell you, those who never got a chance or an opportunity to see the Cowboys win, like win, win, and dominate, blessings to y'all. Blessing to the people that's born in like '97, '98, 2000, right? Blessed to y'all, man, because. <laughs> Y'all, you guys, are the lifeblood of the Cowboys fandom, right? The new wave, right? The people that never got a chance to understand the reason why we be saying, "How about them Cowboys?" A phrase that Jimmy Johnson coined, right? <laughs> Jay Lombardi, "I was born too late." Yeah, dog. But that's what we—that's what—that's what we older cowboy fans want you guys to experience, right? Not just one. But two, three Super Bowls, right? And we want you guys to experience a team that's always in the playoffs, always fighting, you know. Right? Oh, you were born in 2003. Oh, wow. You know. Kenneth Richardson, 73, baby. Appreciate you, man. I saw one, Marcus Bell. Appreciate you. You got your to to see one. I was three when we won the Super Bowl sushi. <laughs> yeah, you know. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all continue to eat right, live right, and do everything right, so we can, so y'all can witness and experience multiple more Super Bowls. But le- enough of the Super Bowl talk. Let's le- let's 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 take it one game at a time. Let's listen to more of Brian Brothers.
4: They're worried down there. They're excited about the game because they feel like that Tennessee's slipping.
5: Hmm. They
4: feel like Tennessee's slipping, and if they can win this game, it'll be six and eight. They're in the mix, and they're in the mix. Very long. So they're really anxious to see how they react in this game. They are. They're like, you know, we 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 played well last week, and then we played like crap against the Lions. Got beat up, you know, bad. I watched them against Kansas City. They you know they held their own against Kansas City. Onside kick to start the game, against Kansas City. Wow! So keep an eye on maybe them. They trying recover. To, they recovered it. Wow! Didn't move the ball though. Kansas City stopped them there. Had I been mean, enforcement of a punt. But just kind of be aware of stuff like that. Anyway, you got to be worried about Christian Kirk in this game. Uh, first off, let me say about the uh, the quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Since week nine, let me throw some numbers: over thirteen hundred yards passing, 10, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions, seventy-two completion percentage. 111 rating for him, and and what Doug's trying to do for him is trying to get like little different concepts for him to like learn each game, something that they could build on for the next game. That's that's their that's that's how Doug's trying to develop this kid. He's like, listen, just kind of just kind of bits and pieces, bits and pieces of it. Don't try and do too much. I like, but let's Mm. come up with some let's come up with some plans. Whether it's you know how we run the football, how we run crossing routes, how we throw screens. You know, those are all things you're going to have to worry about with the Cowboys. This affects me with the, the Jaguars on offense. Christian Kirk,
0: he's a big... Before we go into more details, Brian Broad is really no Doug. Uh, I, I think that they were on the same team together at some point, a coaching staff, and and he was a scout or what have you. So any information that Brian Broad is say about Doug, don't take it with a grain of salt. And I, I do. I listen to when he talk about this. I know for sure that they, that Doug P is trying to make it so comfortable for Trevor Lawrence. He is. So it is what it is. Um, it, it, it's it's a, a unique thing when you look at it, Cowboy Nation. But. It's how you really want the relationship with your head coach to your quarterback. The relationship should be like that. Uh, let's go,
4: big time player because of the speed. You know he's going to challenge you on the outside. He's going to run deep crossing routes. You know, underrated loss for Arizona. I would say a little bit. He, I mean, the film I watched with the film, the three games I watched with Jacksonville, I was pretty impressed. He, he's one of those guys that it's got so much speed. That he he makes it difficult for defenders to have to deal with him just because of that. But he'll drop the ball, and they they have another receiver, Zay Jones, mm-hmm. who they got from Vegas. Zay Jones. He he's had a little bit of the drops too, but in the last game, he kind of got himself back on track. You guys remember Evan Ingram? Yep. Yeah, Giants guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's doing a pretty good job coming for off those. a monster game. Yeah, he is doing he is doing very very well for them. And you know what they play him if he was a Giants guy like we were talking about. They play him in the slot. They play him wide. They don't he doesn't do the inline stuff. So he's not, he's listed as a tight end. But remember all those times we were always worried about him with the Giants. We we're like, he could do this, he could do this, and they never did it. He's doing it with Jacksonville now. Mm. He really is. I mean, he's a they're finding fine. And Trevor's doing a great job of getting him the football. They run the ball with Travis ATN. They they've had some success. They've had some games where they weren't any good doing it. But you're going to have to worry about Travis Etienne and you're going to have to worry about the, the, uh, the RPO stuff.
0: Yes, indeed. So um, who remember Robert Jones, right? Who remember Robert Jones? He got three Super Bowls. He made the Pro Bowl in 1994. Yep. His name is Robert Lee Jones. He played for the Cowboys. And uh, I I can tell you, Zay Jones is the son of Robert Jones. And um, and, and, and it's weird because we like to hear these type of storylines, like the offspring of a son, you know, offspring of a, a former cowboy player now playing for an opposing team. And it hit me like every time Zay play against us, he try to play his best because this is the team he grew up uh, watching and and being a part of, or 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 basically he was born in Texas, what have you. And uh, that's another guy, s- sneaky guy that you have to look out for. Yes, indeed. So we we will uh, revisit this and see how he played this weekend. But it's just it's just crafty to understand that and know that. Um. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Tanner says he was a middle linebacker. Yep. Robert Jones. Robert Lee Jones and uh, Zay Jones is uh, his first name is Isaiah. Actually, they just call him Zay for short. So Isaiah Avery Jones. Right. So uh, he was the son of Robert Lee Jones, the middle linebacker. So yeah, it, it, it's a small. It's a big world, but it's small. Right. You know, the Cowboy community, big, but yet it's small because you can get to talking to someone. I was in Sam Club just about um, uh, 45 minutes ago. Sam Club, buying and purchasing items for the house. And uh somebody bumped to me, hey, Law Nation, right? <laughs> small world, man. Didn't even know this dude knew me, right? But that's just how it goes, man. Uh Let's listen to more of Brian Broaddus.
4: Because that's something they're incorporating. And I guarantee you... Doug sees what the Cowboys defense struggled with this past week and maybe a little bit with Philadelphia. And I, I guarantee you're going to see RPO stuff with uh with uh Trevor, ATN and those guys in the receivers. Yell weapons, man. They yeah. they do. They, do. they got now the record is five and eight, and they they've they've struggled as you mentioned, Gavin, on but defense. if you restarted the season, they they wouldn't have this bad of a year. I I you know, I watched, like I say, I, I made it sure to watch the last two games, and then I wanted mm-hmm. to watch Kansas City. Just because I wanted to see how they, they defended the Chiefs. And the Chiefs hit some big plays on them. But you know, the but they were they were still like the offense was able to hang in there for Jacksonville. I don't think their problem is their offense. I really, I really, really don't. Now the, the way now I would attack if you're asking me to what if don't put Parsons on Cam Robinson. Okay. Nah, put him okay. on the other side. Juwan Taylor, put him on that guy. That's who you need to attack. Don't don't make him rush against Cam Robinson in this game. Because he could he could he can attack Taylor and probably do pretty well in mm-hmm. this game. Brandon Sheriff, who plays, you know, was with the commanders. commanders He's a Washington. guard for him. Luke Fortner, who I liked was
0: before he go into more details, it's been two weeks now for uh Parsons. He haven't touched a quarterback in two weeks. So uh you know and Parsons I, I think that teams this, they put a scheme together to to isolate him, right, to point him out. And when these type of things happening,
5: uh, uh, uh,
0: you, you just got to have your other guys to eat as well, right? But stats and numbers are just stats and numbers, right? Hell, to me personally, if we go the rest of the year of Parsons not getting a sack and we win the game, so be it. So be it. <laughs> I'm not gonna be hung up on stats like that, right? As long as we win the game, hey man, Law, how you feel about Parsons not having the sack? Well, we undefeated when he's not having one, you know. So leave, leave Parsons alone. <laughs> We're like four zero when he didn't have a sack, so it's, it's not nothing to really overanalyze, right? Or to 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 think too too much into. Let's continue to figure out more and more ways to win the game. That's all I wanted to say.
4: As a center from Kentucky, he's been pretty good. But yeah, don't don't rush against Cam Robinson. Rush the other side on this one when you're talking about uh when you're talking about this side Yeah, we need line. to get some sacks going again. Yeah, this you need to get back to that. But th- I think they're gonna try and like I say, they're gonna take that game plan with that RPO stuff, that quarterback read and all that. You know, just be ready for that.
5: It's an exciting team, though, and I think you got to look out for their enthusiasm and them being up to play you
4: and all that. Like, this is a game the Cowboys could lose, especially how they played the last three weeks. No, I I think you're right. I was talking to them. I'm like, well, you know, I think you guys are good, but they're worried. They're worried about, because I asked, I said, who would you be more worried about in a game? And I said, would you be more worried about Parsons or would you be more worried about Dak? Mm. What do you think their answer was? Parsons. Micah, yeah. Dak. Parsons, clearly. Oh, oh they They're wore, worried about Parsons. They, oh,
0: they're more worried about Parsons than Dak. Okay, good.
4: Worry about him taking <laughs> over a game. Yeah, That's what they're really worried about there. So, anyway, that on that side. Kind of do to take over one. Yeah. That, okay, now they're a little banged up on the defensive side. Travion Walker, I think, is their best pass rusher. I think yep. he, I mean, you know, you, you look at what he was able to do coming out last year.
0: Joey says Parsons caused... Two false starts at the end of the Texas drive. That, that was huge. Uh, that I, I can say, yeah, uh, there's nothing to sneeze at, false starts or what have you. And uh, it's drive killers. And then it forces, what, five-yard penalty, and then it makes it even harder. So, two, that's 10 yards, man. So, I I, I do like that aspect of Parsons game. Look. There are, there are stat lines that goes unseen, right? And you'll be a fool to say that Parsons is not that much of a deal and to think that he don't bring a lot to the table. That would be foolish thinking because there are ways that you can look at a game and say, all right, cool. When you insert said player like that of that kind of caliber, you got to say to yourself, you got to say to yourself that this dude impacts increases other guys to eat. It's not by chance that, you know, other guys like D-Law or Dorrance Armstrong, when he was playing, uh, and uh, I hope all is well with him, are getting sacks because you got Parsons. That's why I like when the Cowboys line Parsons and 54 on the same side. You got 4-3 and 4-4 coming at you. You're going to have to pick your poison. You're going to have to pick your poison. So one way or another – do your thing. Continue to raise the bar parsons. And I love that. Let's go until I figure out my chat. My chat went away from my YouTube. Y'all bear with me. Uh-huh. And here we go. Here, uh,
4: You know, he's a little bit nicked up, but they use him like him and Josh Allen are the primary pass rushers, but they don't get a whole lot of pressure unless it's one of those two guys. Their secondary will knock you out, though. They got this guy, Andre Sisko. That they drafted in the Release third the round. Release the dragon, man, baby. safety. He, he will blow you up. I mean, mm-hmm. they lit Kansas City up. There were several times there where I thought Kansas City's guys weren't going get, to uh, get, weren't going to get up. Oh, no. But they give up some big plays in the secondary. But they'll hit, and you have to be ready of them trying to rip the ball. They're a big team of trying to rip the ball in your hands. This Rayshon Jenkins, who they got from the Chargers as a strong safety, be. If you're the Cowboys, got to be alert of him coming up, trying to rip at the ball. They'll hold you up, take shots, rip the ball. So be careful of that.
0: All right, before we go more into that, I I talked about guys that that you have to be mindful of over there, uh, especially one being, um, you know, Trayvon Walker, Josh Allen, he's no one to sneeze at. Devin Lord if he's playing this week, I think he is. Let me let me make sure. Yeah, he should be playing. Uh, but Cisco, uh, and I ain't talking about the one that released the dragon. If you think of um, Jalen Petrie, of what he did, Cisco, <laughs> that dude do similar things but better at this point because Jalen's still developing. And uh, you got to look at that and say, all right, cool. Shoot. This dude got the ability to do crazy things to change the game and, the, and put things in the right perspectives in that light. So the Cowboys just got to be mindful of that. Uh, take what the defense gives you. Don't force it. Uh, play smart football, concise football, and don't don't rush it. Meaning I want you to run it, but don't rush it. Don't play like, you know, uh, uh too, don't play too antsy. That's the best way I can put this in, in, in proper terms. Appreciate everybody for jumping in.
4: I think you could throw the ball on these guys. Again, you have to block those two guys. You have to block Walker. You have to block Allen. But you can make some plays in the secondary. And again, be alert of how hard they hit in the secondary.
0: No doubt, man. That's Brian Broadis. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, let me share this link to everyone, I uh, appreciate y'all so much. It should be in the chat box now. And there we go. Click that link there, and that's how you can see the full, full video of Brian Broder's breaking down the, uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Jags, Cowboy Nation. All right, so <clears throat> someone asked earlier, and I couldn't pull it up at the time, but you can re-put it down, who, who the person is. I didn't get your name. I didn't get your name, but you asked, can the Cowboys or will the Cowboys win this weekend? Well, normally I give keys to the victory on Friday, but I can tell you right now, as generic as possible, run the ball to open up play action to also control T.O.P. Don't turn the ball over play the fields. Those would be the keys to the game. The only way the Cowboys lose this game if they get in their own way. I'm I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this strongly the Dallas Cowboys the only team that can beat the Dallas Cowboys are the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys Believe it or not, if they stick to the philosophy and the formula, baby, they'll win. You know, they will absolutely win. But if they get in their own way, shoot, it'll be one of those things like. uh, That's how how it goes. As far as the people that's in or out. According to the Jacksonville Jaguars, they said Walker, questionable. Brandon Sheriff, questionable. Uh Darius Williams, questionable. Trevor Lawrence, questionable. They got all questionable. So uh, I see Choctaw said he got a high ankle sprain, but you know how that goes, ladies and gentlemen. You know, uh until that report says out, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna prepare. I'm always gonna prepare. That he's playing, right? I'm not finna get hit with the okey-doke. I, I recall last year the Cowboys got hit with the okey-doke yes, against Kansas City Chiefs. They said the honey badger, he ain't playing. <laughs> he got a, a sprained knee or ankle or what have you. And then it was all type of news and reports saying that he's not playing. And then for the game to kick off, They said, oh, the Honey Badger is playing. He made a few pivotal stops, too, against us. But the Cowboys prepared themselves openly as if he wasn't playing. I was like, nah, you got to always prepare for their guys regardless of it. Uh, Stretch the field, use turpin. Any speedster can clear space out for the wide receivers. Uh, Luis, uh, that, that is a great assessment. But not on this offense i I don't think that they do clear outs i I don't think that they utilize Turpin in that light, like if I was the offensive coordinator, you know, and I'm not you know and i I refuse to be an offensive coordinator, right? Let me see if I can help this out a little bit. It's kind of small, it's a little bit better, a little bit bigger, but if I was the offensive coordinator, I would have been figured out right a way you got four quarters. Out of those four quarters, I would at least send number nine on a nine route two times, at least out of four quarters, at least two, maybe one in the first quarter. Some can argue and say, hey, man, it's four quarters, man. You should at least send that kid that runs a four-two-nine on a nine route. Once a quarter. Just once a quarter. Hit that quota, right? It could be play action. It can be a flea flicker, you know? You, you got to at least showcase the man's spade. But it's like it's like me getting a Ferrari, right, y'all? And I'm not saying that Turpin is. <laughs> he did play basketball with that football last week. But it's like me getting a Ferrari, and I'm showing everybody, yeah, man. Lord, when you going to bust out? Nah, man, not right now, man. Too soon. Law, you ain't gonna let me. You ain't gonna let me stretch it? Nah, man. I'm, I'm gonna wait, man. Don't wait. Why you got it, man? No, nah, don't worry about it. You know, uh, what was that? What was that movie? It's a good movie though, and it's better than any to me. Any other Fast and the Furious. It was uh, Nicholas Cage. I think it was Gone in sixty seconds, and he was always scared. Of Eleanor. You know what I'm saying? I think that was Eleanor. It was that Mustang. It was a 60, was it 67 or 68 Mustang, y'all? It was a 67 Mustang, he was scared. <laughs> hey yeah, yeah, keep the miles low. You know, <laughs> not gonna buzz it out right now, man. But at least take it out on for a spin. <laughs> yeah, Eleanor. 67. Louise. Boy, Nicholas, Nicholas Cage, boy, he he was scared of her, boy. He, he was scared of that 67, 67 Shelby, yeah. Yeah, he was scared. That That is, I believe, Kelly Moore is scared of that sixty seven Shelby. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, a day, boy. Ooh, woo. gone in 60 seconds, baby. Man, I'm going to go watch that after this. That was a good that was a good show man. Um had the guy that looked like James. Uh no no no. He looked like a LeBron James. Yeah 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 yeah. Like LeBron James father in the movie. I forgot that man's name. But he was the black guy the detective. You know, looking like <laughs> looking like LeBron James dad, you know. Um Jaguars are a little better than Houston. You know, Jaguars got uh let's say jaguars got playoff hopes you know now they have a chance they're not mathematically out of it so uh it's, it's gonna be a situation like that i'm surprised at this yeah shout out to my people man. go on in 60 seconds jerome yeah yes yeah, I, I hate that my uh my restream ain't working right let me see, I'm gonna try to fix it one more time. I'm, I'm gonna exit out of it and go back in and make maybe they will refresh everything. But man, oh my gosh, man. It made me think right there though, uh maybe that's the situation of why Kellen Moore uh refused to utilize uh Turpin. Or he's just saying, like, I don't want Johnny Bones to be mad at me because I send Turpin on a dig route or or uh drag and he got creamed and He's out for the season. Uh, I don't want that to happen to him. You know, that could be the case in the scenario there. Who knows, right? Uh, that could very much so be the thing, Cowboy Nation, and everyone that's listening. Uh, so my restream still ain't working. Oh, man, shame on restream. You know, <laughs> it ain't working over here.
5: Shame. Shame. Yo. Chain. Shout
0: out to you, Roland. Review. Appreciate you. Let's listen to this one right here, and then we can. Uh, you can finally
5: it. have some fun studying a team from the AFC South this week.
3: Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I'm just hey, I'm just looking forward to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's that's circled on my calendar right there when the schedule came out.
5: What did you think about him coming out of school? Did you think he was you know fairly anointed? Shout out to you, the first super chat of the day. Uncle Dave, Stellios. Simply
0: because you don't have evidence that something does exist <laughs> does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. And also well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns,
1: but there's also unknown unknowns. Things we don't know that we don't know.
0: There's also those things. So yeah, he's right. Knowns and unknowns and and the knowns and the unknowns, right? What do we know about this team? And I'm glad that you stirred the ship to this way. We do know that this team can run when they want to. We are like the sixth or the seventh ranked rushing team in the National Football League. We do know that this team is 10-3. and three. We do know that when they decide not to run on a consistent level, that we lose games. The three games that we did, managed to lose, Ezekiel, Elijah, Elliott didn't have north of 15 or 16 touches. And that's including uh, Tony Pollard, you know, when he, uh, uh, you know, it's a whole storyline because Zeke was missing one game against Green Bay. So those are the facts that we do know. We do know that this defense can get high high levels of turnovers, right? The knowns are those things. The unknown would be, Can this defense be sustainable, right? Can we manage to slow down on a consistent basis a quarterback with RPO, like run, pass, options type of stuff, that gimmicky type of college style of offense? I got a solution to it. Just hit the quarterback at all costs, right? But they do have protective measures not only – when you uh, see things um, like it is what it is on other levels. So the Cowboys got a long way to go. We still got four games left of the season, three after this one, but there are still the unknowns that we have to uncover so it can be the knowns. For example, I don't think that a lot of people are now waiting on James. Say it with me. Washington, right, after what we seen last week. But there is a situation whereas we gonna give him a mulligan. Cause we good people, right? If you're already ready to move on from James, Washington, let me know. But if you want to give that man one more week to prove that he got the, the, the grain of salt that he earned, let me see in the chat, J Dub, right? J F for James Washington. Right, give the man at least two weeks. Now, it's come; it, it become a pattern now after two weeks. Now, if he come, out, he come out like this week and he drop a ball, they hit him in between the eight and three. And he said, oh, my foot, you know. And then next week he does the same, then it's time to cut him. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm, I'm being nice, man. I'm giving James Washington because he's still on the unknown side. Right, he's still on the unknown. Simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. Right, right, right. So we give him, it's not a long leash, it's just a real short one. It's a real short leash, right? So he got to show us something this weekend versus the Jags. And the consolation prize would be T.Y., right, Uh, by him working out with the team and out there already got his number and everything. Shout out to you, Roland. Appreciate you, Auntie.
5: Is the next great one, and what have you seen from him
0: in his career?
3: Um, probably a two-part answer. One, yes, I, I thought he was the next great one. As a matter of fact, when I looked at him, you know, I thought Andrew Luck was going to be the guy where you just said, okay, he's as can't miss as you can get in the league where obviously everybody can miss. And then Trevor Lawrence was kind of that next guy for me. Uh, Doesn't mean he'll be the best. And obviously Patrick Mahomes and a whole bunch of guys have come up and and really played well and become superstars in the league. But uh, I remember I I had a conversation with Archie Manning, and uh, they they had him at the Manning Passing Academy the whole nine yards. We were just talking about Trevor kind of coming out. And uh, anyway, he said – When God created a quarterback, he had Trevor Lawrence in mind. (laughs) (laughs) So, as as you guys know, like like, like Josh Allen, like Justin Herbert, you know, you see him and he just, he looks the part, right? And uh, Mm -hmm. it's funny because the guys that don't look the part, right? Tyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield's working on his third team. We'll see what happens with Tyler, but that appears to be going south a little bit. Certainly, um, you know, sorry for the kid with the knee injury and all that, but you know, that was not looking like a great situation in Arizona. GM could get fired, head coach could get fired. And uh, they've got Kyler Murray on a long term <laughs> you know, multi 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 million dollar contract. So anyway, but yeah, when I see Trevor Lawrence, man, I say, Hey, that you tell me I've got I'm a head coach and you're starting your team and you've got Trevor Lawrence as your quarterback, I say, Hey, I'm I'm good with that.
5: Babe, a lot of yeah,
0: law law been uh, T law been been you know improving, right? Uh, like they said and they mentioned what what he's been doing out there uh, on the field and and it is what it is. Absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Nah, <laughs> it's not uh, Stelios. Absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence, and that is true. That is true. That that's that's been. That's been the case for James. But now that he's here, (laughs) we got to see the evidence now (laughs) because the evidence is not absent. You know, it's present. So the evidence of the storyline is uh, we needed help at wide receiver. But it goes all the way back in a, a conundrum because this team is better when we run the rock. But let's be real in a pivotal situation, you still need to throw the ball, right? <laughs> you still need to get the ball out. And and I will answer, I think a few people, I uh, think someone was asking why is Dak Prescott mid or something like that. And I, it's harder for me to read it in this uh, font or what have you. But if I left your name out, you, you, I got your question here. I got your answer to your question here, basically. Uh, on Twitter, Kurt Warner, he uh, – he broke down D, and it's also on YouTube. He broke down Dak Prescott, and of course, you know we, we give him third degrees with what he do. So he said, "You will see." He's responding to uh, one of the critics about his film analysis, and I'm one of his critics too, right? I'm not saying that Kurt Warner is is a um, you know the best film analysis out there, but or analysts out there. But he did play the game at a high level. He, he do got a gold jacket, right? But he says, you will see and no, he is not playing bad. Just some things he's talking about in relations to Rain Dakota Prescott. Let me repeat this again. He's talking about Rain Dakota Prescott and responding to someone. He said, you will see, he's talking about his film analysis, and no, he's not playing bad just some things he could do better. And then he says, scheme doesn't help him at times. The word at times is alarming because the scheme supposed to help you, not hurt you. The scheme supposed to be the scheme, but that's the story of another day. But he is good. Just want him to be great. I believe and I believe he has it in him. So that's Kurt Warner, right? And uh, it's about the 50 minute, it's a 50 minute uh tape and analysis of of him going over Rain Dakota Prescott or what have you. And I'm gonna tell you guys that constructive criticism is needed in this game. Uh, if anything, if I'm the Cowboys and if I had a billion dollars, right? If I had a billion dollars and I'm saying that this guy, this analyst, this guy who's been to two Super Bowls, right, or three, I think he's been to two. He's been to three, right? He won one. He had to be in the three Super Bowls. He could have just been only been to two. I don't know. But neither here nor there. I know he got him a Super Bowl ring. And if I'm a billionaire and there's no salary cap as it relates, as it relates to coaching or – Consulting. This dude gonna be in, in, in my office right now. Right now. Why law? Why, why is he in your office right now? This, this makes too much sense. Because I'm the billionaire. I'm the one that got a check that I that I can write out. Because what I'm trying to do is, if I'm trying to better my team. I'm trying to better my quarterback. Law, how can you better your quarterback? By understanding what the hell Kurt Warner means about the scheme doesn't help him at times, right? And what he's doing, pointing out the flaws about my tape and those type of things. That makes too much sense, ladies and gentlemen. If I'm a billionaire, Kurt Warner, who got a hardware, what have you, he'll be in my office right now and saying, sit this down. Dak, get him up off the practice field right now. Tell him, come up here, too. Let's have a sit down like now we the godfather over here. Right? Let me know if I'm wrong. Hey, let me know if I'm wrong. Because I, I promise you, uh, somebody said he got he's been three Super Bowl appearances, right? <laughs> right. And, and I'm sitting him down, and we going over line by line, precept upon precept, and saying, okay, how can my quarterback, you said that he's good, how can he become great? Hmm? How can he get better in what he's doing? And what's going on with this game from your perception, you know, or from your perspective? And we're going to go over this like a fine tooth comb and I'm going to put a little money in your back pocket and I'm going to send you on flying back to what you're doing. Or you're going to be a consultant and the flaws and stuff that you point out is going to be a gag order. It is no one is never to be seen again (laughs) because you're going to be inside, not outside. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? That's what I would do. You know, if it's, Analysis, hold weight. But if it don't, then i it up, shoot, sweep it up under the rug and just keep it moving, right? But that should be the situation, right? That's why, that's why I, I say this, is that we as Cowboy fans, we have to understand that if me sitting down in this chair, in this studio, and Boss Cowboy can be sitting in his studio. Fox can be sitting in his studio. Uh, my guy Skywalker, A to Z Sports Dallas, he could be sitting in his studio and we can see the issues, the flaws. Big Game James and all of my guys, if we can see the issues and flaws, and we ain't getting six or seven figures uh, doing this, you know what I'm saying? And somebody literally getting seven figures doing it, and they and, and they and they can't see the flaws. Something wrong with the game, y'all. Something wrong with it, baby.
5: I digress. Come on, uh, you know, fans or, or even us in the media, we'll have a quick trigger with a guy. Like, oh, he's a bust. He's he's not this. Yep, yep. As as a, as a, as a player, like, how is that different for you? Like, do you have a longer leash with deciding on that? I'm sorry, in terms of? Like deciding whether the guy's, oh, he's got it or he doesn't have it.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. And and I hate to say, I'm old. I've been around long enough to see busts that become great players or perceive busts. So I never I, I never throw that, that word out there for a, a young player. I just don't. Um, you know, it takes time to develop. And, uh, hey, everybody, how about let's just go right here, right? Let's go right in our own backyard. Tyler Smith. Oh, how's he going to play left tackle? He can't even be, beat out Connor McGovern at left guard. And this was – we weren't even out of training camp, right? Right, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and
3: we already knew this guy can't play. And obviously he's he's become a very good player over there at left tackle, and he looks like going to be an anchor if if they want to sign him for the next 10 years. Um, so I, I always give these guys a lot of time, and especially at quarterback because – You know, we all know you're so dependent on the people around you. Mm. Um, If they're they're not good around you, you're not going to be a good player. Micah Parsons can go anywhere in the league, and he can be Micah Parsons, right? Because all you have to do is line up, rush a passer, tackle the ball. Now, they may not win a ton of games.
0: That's what you perceived. That all oh, you have to do. Now, come on, uh, babe. You gotta do more than that as a linebacker. But, but but go ahead. Uh, let me listen to his points.
3: But Mike can be, be Micah anywhere he goes. But the other guy, I have to agree. You now that quarterback, he's got to have people around him. He's got to have good coaching. And, and that's the other part of Trevor Lawrence. I think. I mean, it could not have been more disastrous in his first year than to have Urban Meyer as your head coach. <laughs> I mean, that, that's not a revelation, but. I don't even. I hardly look at that as 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 a year for him. It's almost like the COVID year, right? When all these guys came in and they didn't have mini camps and training camps. You really had to almost say, "Hey, that second year, those COVID, all the COVID rookies in 2020. That second year, they were really rookies. I mean, advanced rookies, but rookies.
0: Right.
3: And, and that's the way I look at Trevor Lawrence. His career is just getting started this year, in my opinion, with with Doug Peterson there.
0: Now. Let's let let let's finesse this, what he just said. All right. So quarterbacks takes time. Right. And I truly believe predicated upon which system you fall into. Right. You you get acknowledged in a sense. Right. If you fool around and fall into the right system. The right system. Josh Rosen, remember him, y'all? That dude been bounced around like a pinata, you know, and he never got a chance to live up to his ex- live up to the expectations, right? He fell into the wrong system, and one can argue and stand tall and say, "Well, no, nah, law, he just trash, right?" Like everybody's eyes deceived him. <laughs> like uh, he just never fit royal in anybody's system now, right? But he was already broken. His confidence was broken and shattered because of the system that he fell into. Uh, there are quarterbacks like Kurt Warner, right, who, who is a, started off at Green Bay behind a plethora of, of other quarterbacks but fooled around and fell into the right system and belief structure, and, and he's a Super Bowl guy, now he got a gold jacket. The systems do help you out. And I'm not going to utilize this to poke any jabs at Jalen Hurts for this year or what have you, or uh, point out other quarterbacks that's in a right system. But one can argue, just for kicks, let's go over to the other Josh, the Josh Allen. Like Brian Dayball, he – really helped Josh Allen out tremendously, right? Gave him the keys to life and liberty because he was a one read guy, but he had a canning of an arm, (laughs) right? He had canning for an arm. He could throw that ball from here to probably China if if, if he needed to, right? But now he got the keys, and, and he's working on them. Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, right? is now under a better system than he ever been having like like the expectations for the giants they they exceed and excel them now, right? If you talk to bad dog and uh and say how many games you think you're going to win before the start of the year he was like right around three and four right <laughs> but now look at them, you know. If Brian Bal- Baldinger, or not Brian Baldinger, but Brian Dayball, you know, all these Brian, Brian Dayball was there with the Giants since the birth of Danny Jones, who knows, right? <laughs> they probably wouldn't have drafted him, though. They probably would have drafted uh, Watson or whoever, you know, that came out of that year. So the systems are or who they are. And uh, Dak is still developing at <laughs> the F. <laughs> and now, L. El- Yeppe, I know you probably responded to someone. All of the quarterbacks that I just mentioned never played. Like, we don't know who Pat Mahomes would have looked like if he was in a different system outside of the quarterback system that they got and the team that he was blessed with. Keep in mind, they was winning 10 and 11 games a year before Pat Mahomes got there. Just look it up. Right, what's the guy, what's the quarterback name? Alex Smith. They was winning 10 or 11 games. He had a great system. Then they had a situation where they inserted Pat Mahomes, who literally came out and said, man, I can't read. I can't read defense, man. Ray Charles can read this better than me. He's blind and dead, you know. But they worked with him. They didn't take away weapons. They Elevated him by making sure that they have pieces around him that can fit. The quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, Randy Dakota Prescott, and I know this sounds like a bevy of excuses, but these are the facts. We had Jason Garrett, man, who was the head coach for the Dallas Cowboys, Who went off to the Giants land and they averaged, look it up, 16 and a half points per game as the offensive coordinator. I wanted the Giants to keep Jason Garrett for 10 years. (laughs) I really did. Come on. Why did y'all get rid of that man? Y'all should have kept that good man. So. From Jason Garrett, and I'm not throwing salt at this team, we had Scott Lanihan. Can anybody look up his resume as a head coach? Right? That's, that's These are the pieces that we decided to build our airplane with while it's in the air. Give me that aluminum foil, man, them trash bags, baby. You got some duct tape? That's what it was with the Cowboys aluminum Four trash bags and some duct tape and we expecting for us to be in the air like Delta Airlines or American Airlines right and then they had a cleverer idea to say well we're going to take the child of Scott Lanahan and Jason Garrett by the name of Kelly Moore and we are expecting Expecting Kelly Moore to craft up and draw up and be precise and fight to the level of a Brian Day ball or fight to the level of Sean McVay or fight to the level of what we've seen out of Andy Reid throughout all of these years, right, to compete against those boys at the levels of competition. But this is what we get out of a Crayola, Crayola box. The Expectations. For a developing quarterback, because Dak Prescott was into his, what, third or fourth year? Fourth year, I believe, third year. 16, 17, 18. not nah, fourth year, fourth year. With a first year coordinator to win it all in 2019. Cowboys coming out of a playoff loss to the Rams in 2018. And you awarded him with a rookie offensive coordinator make that make sense y'all (laughs) let like like like, come on baby (laughs) i can't make this stuff up but we have the expectations to be winning right now without the experiences thinking that we're gonna all of a sudden fly this plane easily with duct tape some Walmart trash bags or some Kroger's, public, what have you. You know, you know little, little, little plastic bags and give us some of the aluminum foil and we're going to wrap it together, baby. MacGyver in this thing. <laughs> but look what he just said. I wonder if Trevor Law is improving now, I wonder what he would look like with a first year or second year ever coordinator drawing up plays for him <laughs> his head coach is a super bowl caliber coach right and his offensive coordinator been in the league for over 10 years i wonder how trevor law would have looked if they kept urban meyer hmm? and maybe in an assistant other offensive coordinator something someone of that nature over there Would the expectation still be the same
5: Babe, uh, when you sit there and talk about the offensive line, Jerry mentioned to us that Tyron could be back on Sunday. How do you see this offensive line playing out now and also in trying to replace Terrence Steele?
3: Yeah, it's a great question because what's interesting is usually a guy gets hurt, right, on your offensive line, and you know exactly who's going to go in and replace him. You know, you have a swing tackle. I've never seen a...
0: Hold on, hold on. My guy says, again, Hurts have three picks for the whole year. When you simplify everything and you got weapons around you, he should have less if that's the case. How many, how many, Dak in his rookie year, how many interceptions did he have? Can somebody put that down in the chat? You see what I'm saying? simplify everything, put the ball in the belly of Ezekiel Elliott, you had a star-studded wide receiver on the outside by the name of Des Bryant. And if it wasn't for uh, the fact that he was a rookie, who he really he was a rookie, him and Zeke, then he probably would have been MVP contentious too. I'm not discounting. What Jalen Hurts is doing, I think that is a brilliant job by the offensive coordinator, right, and the second-year head coach, right, of putting up a scheme together that help him all the time, not sometimes.
3: Situation where you had so many options, right? I mean, you've, you've got – Jason Peters here, right? You've got Tyler Smith. Do we move Tyler Smith to right tackle, which I would do, I think, and and Tyron Smith jumps in at left. Tyron's probably not going give, to give you 70 snaps in his first game, but hey, we've got Jason Peters, who's 40 years old, and he can spell Tyron a little bit, and uh, I, I'm telling you, Josh Ball played well last week. Um, <laughs> he, had, he had two bad plays, but it wasn't even like he held his own. He He was dominating, for the most part, for most of his snaps. He was outstanding. He had the two plays. And if you want to go back and look at the tape, which I know people do, go look at Jason Peters' first play when he replaced Josh Ball at right tackle. Same up and under move. He got beat, but Dak got the ball out to Dalton Schultz just a split second.
0: He did get beat on that same play. Uh, Shout out to Baye Laufenberg, you know, but – You can't equate that Josh Ball was equivalent to what Jason Peters did. Now, this is kind of like leading the witness on on the stands here. But I'm going to tell you guys that Josh Ball, if his best grades are from that game, is running the ball, and we've been all banging on the table for the Cowboys to do that, then Ball, that it be. But one thing that you don't want to do, ladies and gentlemen, is play musical chairs with your offensive line. I get it. We've seen it a few times this season on the left side. But that was more of a uh, situation whereas we're in goal line and then they put in Jason Peters or in a big run or what have you. But if you're trying to get cute with right tackle, we did this before, same song and dance. We've seen this before. We read the chapter. We, we took our tests on it. We graduated from it, and we should not go back to return to it. Josh Ball, if he's the starting guy to the right tackle side, then keep him there. Just keep him there. Get creative. Put, a, put the tight end on his side. But what you don't want to do is put Josh Ball there and then all of a sudden say, okay, let me pull him and put Jason there. Oh, let me pull him and let me put Josh Ball back there. That's where you get your false starts. That's where you get your untimely holding calls. And on top of that, that's when your quarterback is not on the same page with rhythm and he's not trusting. And now he get. Quirky and he's bailing from the pocket, whereas the pocket, and you know this, babe, you you been, you quarterback, you was a quarterback in the National Football League. Whereas you bail from the pocket, and then all of a sudden there's another I and an injury, etc. So you you just need to make sure that you're consistent on one side or all sides. More let me see, shout out to you, Paul. Appreciate you for the super chat.
5: Drakaris.
0: He says, uh, Moore is the weakest link. I hope Jerry moves on from him next year. Um, uh, the only way Moore is leaving, if he get another job accepted somewhere else. I'm rooting for the Cards to, uh, to fire Cliff Kingsbury. And Kelly Moore in a strange world goes over there. And, uh, and I think that that would be a good outlook for him. But I'm not, look, and here's another thing. Here's my stance on Kelly Moore. This is year four for this man. Year ten, he may be a whole different animal. That's six years from now. He may be ready. And I'm not here to put a place on Kellen Moore. It's like it's it's not like it's tons of things that he need to improve on. It's the small, it's the small things.
3: Uh before the pass rusher got there. Otherwise, that's a that's a fumble. It's a hit arm. It's whatever. So Josh Paul played pretty darn well. Um, but again, in, in my estimation, Shout out to you, Pat. You're I, right. I think I moved Tyler Smith over to right tackle. You've got Zach Martin there to help you out, right? In terms of calls and things of that nature. And and then you're not messing with moving Connor McGovern out at left guard. Right. I mean, he's played pretty well. Hmm. Now you keep the continuity over there, which Mike McCarthy loves, always talks about the continuity of that offensive line, but that would be, uh, that would be a way to go. But again, I, I truly mean this. I always defer to the coaches. They're in the room. They see these guys. They know what they can and cannot handle. But, uh, yeah, yeah. again, they have a lot of options, which most teams do not.
5: <laughs> Babe from Lawson- Shout-out to
0: you, Jeremy. He says, Vajla <laughs> Labardi got 600 views. Law got nothing but moderators in chat. But shout-out to my mods, man. I think I got the best mods in the chat. And then, uh, my look, look. this is not about a view fighting contest. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, law always on top of any content creator. That's just the bottom line. But I can tell you this. Shout out to Vach. Shout out to my guy, A to Z Sports Dallas, uh, Sky, and any content creator. But at the end of the day, we all talking about the same thing. The Dallas Cowboys. No division here. We all one big family. It's just that law nation. You know what I mean? When you look back at the view count, I think I'm the number one. i look frosty world in views. So let that sneak
5: in. Cowboys analysts every Thursday at this time on the diamond factory hotline here on Sean, RJ and Bobby. Do you have examples of like a receiver being added to your team three days before a game? How does that work? Do you say, Hey, blue 29 left, right zig pattern on three. (laughs) You are running it out. How's it going to work for T Y Hilton? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
3: sometimes that's exactly what happens. You know, And a guy looks, oh, what do I have on 29? Hey, you got to post, got to post, or whatever it is. Um, T.Y. Hilton, smart player. Um, the people that I've talked to who are with him in Indianapolis, a very smart player, uh, gets it. Now, it is new terminology. It's all that. The one thing you, you probably need to do with T.Y. Hilton is, well, is as quickly that- as possible is get him up to speed in the two-minute, right? Mm-hmm. When you're making huddle calls and things of that nature, easy to turn to the other receiver, the quarterback, whatever it is, to say, hey, what do I have here or what, whatever. But in that two-minute, obviously, everything's on the line. And obviously, that's when you want to be at your best, right, in that two-minute at the end of the game. That's what you've got the guy for. So I don't know that he will I, – I doubt he will play this year. We'll obviously find out a little bit more tomorrow – this year, excuse me, um, this week. It'd be, it'd be a big ask to have a guy who – Hasn't even been playing football right for for a year to to come in and start running around at NFL speed, um, so I, I doubt he will be in this week. And we'll just we'll just see, you know, what happens in the future with him.
5: Babe, does Baker and his game last week change a lot of that uh, grace period that you would give a player for just coming into a team in the middle of the week?
3: <laughs> player of the week. I, I, well, unfortunately, unfortunately for every other quarterback out there. It probably does, because everybody would say, well, Baker did it on two days. How come he can't learn it in a week? <laughs> right. But uh, it's a little bit like the Tom Brady thing. You say, well, hey, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is only 38. I mean, in the past, nobody played at 38, right? But now Brady has obviously reset that bar. He's sitting out there playing football at 45 years old and playing it pretty well, although love to see Tampa in the first round, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. I think we've all seen enough of them because they've been on national TV. It seems like about every week. But uh,
5: I'm glad you. I'm glad you didn't. You're not married to the. Well, I, I just never want to count Brady out narrative. Like they can't score over 17 points. I'm more worried about their defense than facing Brady.
3: Well, can I still worry about that last part?
5: No, because <laughs> too many people have bit, bit the
3: butt. I uh not worry about. You better worry about Brady, but. No, they just have – you know, that's a team right now. There's still four games left, and as we all know, there's, this thing's cyclical. You can be hot, then you can get cold, and you get hot again. But uh, for right now, yeah, Tampa Bay does not look like a good offense, that's for sure.
5: All right, babe. Uh, is there anything really such as bulletin board material? Micah questioning Jalen Hurts' year. Uh, can you recall before the game, you're like, okay, my teammate's going to kill this guy. He's out, he's out for blood, and that is sustained. Shout out to the Super Chizad. Appreciate
0: you so much. We got J. Dave from D.C. Law, keep doing your thing, bro. Damn the crows. I love the crows. I, I tell my mods, don't block them. Don't block them. Don't block them. Don't block them. And, and, and somebody said throwing shade. It ain't the shade when I'm throwing the truth. You know what I mean? And I, I I don't hold my tongue or my mouth for anyone and I've been doing this platform. Look you you can't be the you can't be the architect, the blueprint and someone get mad at that. you know what I mean So that's just what it is and that's not me that's not me hyping myself up. that's just me telling you the truth. When you're the blueprint and the architect, then that's just what it is your, your, your content creator <laughs> for the eagles, your favorite eagle content creator. He follows law. You know what I mean? Or, 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 your, or your favorite Giants content creator, he follows law, right? Or, or, your, or your favorite Washington content creator, he follows law. You know, they reach out to law. You know, law don't reach out to them. And those are the facts of the matter, though. You know what I mean? So And I help them. That's just how it is. No hate, no hate, no shade, but that's the truth. Put money in their pockets. I help them out. That's just how it is across the board, across the NFL, across YouTube. Presley. How about them Cowboys? Appreciate you. If Y'all stick around and keep listening. We'll help everyone grow. That's just
5: how it is. Itself in the third quarter, or fourth quarter of a game, or does all of it 99% of the time go out the window? Uh,
3: the latter. I think you don't remember any of it for the most part. And, uh,
5: it wasn't. It, it was.
3: I don't want to say it wasn't a shot at, at Jalen Hurts. I think it. It was just that thing of, hey, they they've got a lot of good people around him, and it's like we talked about at the top with, with Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, when they get good around him, going can be great. And there, there's no doubt Jalen Hurts has had an MVP season. The problem with Philadelphia is, you know, they can beat you offensively in so many ways. They, they've got They've got great receivers. They can run the ball. Jalen Hurts can run the ball. Yeah, yeah. They can throw it. Mm-hmm. You know, they went to the one game. They ran for 350, what, two weeks ago. And then they come back and they throw for 350 the following week, right? So it's like, hey, if you want to take this away, fine. We'll, we'll do this. If you want to take this away, that's great. We'll, we'll come over here and do this. So uh, certainly having an MVP season. But in answer to your question, yeah, the, the game gets kicked off. It'll be great. Hey, let's face it. Like that game needed any hype, right? It's going to be great.
0: No doubt. So what Babe Laufenberg is saying, that basically, let me let me share this link to the people over here, man. Uh, oh, it's back working. And hey, you're going to hit it over here. Boom, boom. Check out Babe Laufenberg on Cowboys, weakness and scouting the Jags and more. Here's the truth right here. Appreciate Restream for finally fixing it up. You know what I mean? All right, so here, here's the truth right here. What the young and I gotta say this, Michael Parsons said. There's two things that could can be true. Two things that can be true. And when he went on a on the on the show with Von Miller, was that a situation and scenario that Von was gonna? try to elevate his show by asking certain questions, knowing that this dude don't bite his tongue, right? He had to calculate that, right? And, of course, Parsons bit on the bait. But I don't think that Parsons should bite his tongue. I don't think that if you were to go back into past, into the past, right, and pull up a young Michael Irvin, Or a young Charles Haley. Charles Haley would say it to this day, right? Or a young Troy or whoever. And they would have said something otherwise. That's just how it is. That's just like what I just said five, six minutes ago, right? I don't bite my tongue. I don't think that what Parsons said was a negative thing about Jalen Hurts when it's the truth. Right, People can try to craft it and say, well, law is saying this, law is saying that, but but the results are the same, right? Everyone have a reason, but results are what matter. That's just what it is. Everyone have a reason, but results are what matter. So when you got the results, you can put it on the table. Now, the thing is with Parsons, this is his second year. We're going to be looking for the results of what he said about the Eagles, right? But the thing is, this is not boxing. Boxing, you get to face off. You get to tell your opposition, I'm going to punch in your nose until it's twinkling and blood everywhere, right? Gushing. Your eyes are going to be popping out of your head because you are fighting one-on-one. But in football, unfortunately, it's 11 versus 11, and you can always draw up schemes to get around that. And that is what the young bull is going to one day understand. He's going to one day understand that, Hey, even if what I'm saying is truth and I love it, truth to power, what have you, he still got to own it. Now granted collectively, like I said, he did credit Chalen hurts. He didn't say that he's trash, but people, When I say this, when I say this, I I really mean it. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or lied about don't deal in lies or hate it or yet give way to hating. And yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. Right. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster to treat those two imposters just the same. And here's the thing. If you can to hear the truth you said, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, to watch the things you gave your whole life for broken and stooped and built back up again with worn out toes. I'm teaching life to y'all. There's people that's listening to this. Oh, let me jot this down. Bam. I made a G today, but I didn't make it in the sleazy way. Now I've been listening to law. He put me up on game. Bam. I had a guy who reached out to me as a Vikings content creator. Dog, I've been watching all your stuff, man. Hey, how can I do this? How you put that up there? I got a guy that do a whole, he got a million subscribers. Don't even do sports content. But he reached out to, Lord, oh, man, hey, man, come on, holler at me, man. How do I get this? How do I get the right mic? There are things that I do that goes unseen, baby. Hey, man, Lord, how do I get my channel syndicated on Roku, Amazon? You know what I mean? I'm on Amazon, you know? I tell people this all the time. Comparison is the thief and the robber of all joy. You don't know what I've done in the morning time to get here. I dropped my two daughters off to school this morning. Right. You know, I punched in on, on a whole nother project. This is like my fourth thing that I did today and I'm doing this as a hobby. Right. But for those who on the outside looking in, Oh, I got to catch up with law. I got to do this, got to do this. I do this in my sleep. Right. It's about making residuals too. When I tell people to make sure you put your best foot forward, work smart, not hard, law, you are hard hardworking no baby. This is me in, in, in comfort mode, right? It's not cocky when you're telling the truth. The sun don't get mad at the moon when it's shining. The sun is already aware that the moon is shining because it's the reflection of him. But those who, who, who thinking that I'm talking cocky, Mr. Meat worrying about the potatoes. That's just what it is. These are facts of life. <sighs> There'll be some people that can't hit water if they fell off the boat because they so ingrained with their own stupidity. But we need them to. Because they keep the engine going over. They keep the the lights on over here, you know, with their negative connotations. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. It's not talk when I got the results, right? It's not just lip services when I got the results. This is a hobby, y'all. I wanted to let y'all know that. And I love my hobby. And speaking of that, let's plug this right now. Sudden Digital Marketing. If you want to be ranked topped on Google, search engine, optimizations, keystrokes, and beyond, hit Sutton Digital Marketing up. That's S-U-T-T-O-N-D-M.com. Oh, by the way, call this number 866-508-4169 for your mind. And you can be on the top search engine, especially if you are an attorney. Shout out to all of the attorneys out there. And if you got any business venture, go ahead and hit them up one time. You know what I mean? For the one time, baby. That's genuine. <laughs> Let's go. But but I can tell you, though, I don't dog what Parsons is saying. I give him a horn for that. I don't dog what Parson is saying. I'm going to give him another horn for that. I don't dog what Parson is saying. I'm going to give him another horn for that. Because... One thing that I can tell you guys the truth of is that when you live in this world, they're going to always be these type of things, people that take your words and twist them, right? But just like the rain when it falls, it don't just say, hey, I'm just going to go and land on the good part. In the book, it says it rains. When it comes down, it lands on the just and the unjust. Now, there are some people that know and know and absolutely know that the rain is about to occur. And some people refuse to grab said umbrella, knowing that the rain is about to come. And they get angry at the clouds. They get angry at the rain when they already know to put their rain boots on to get their poncho or umbrella. Well, there are four more games in this season, ladies and gentlemen, and the Dallas Cowboys know, or should know, that there's rain coming, and they just got to be prepared. I tell people all the time, it sounds like a broken record, but if you can put this and commit this to memory, It will better you and you and you out. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one, than to have the opportunity and not be prepared. We seen T.Y. Hilton said he's always in shape, meaning that he wasn't on his couch eating oodles and noodles. So he's himself been working out even when the phones were not ringing. He's been grinding even when no one is watching. What are you doing? What is your integrity, you know? How can you separate yourself from those who hear the report that is going to rain and you refuse to buy or purchase the umbrella or to prepare yourself? Even if you have an interview in the morning time, you say, I gas up the day of. No, you gas up not, as my grandfather would say. Fresh Keg was good. Hey, he's 80% Cowboy haters and 20% Eagles fan. Eagles community, they love the nation because this is where they get good resources from. But we the source. And they pulling it. That's why it's resource. Source for information. Never get mad at the enemy for watching. Maybe they'll pick up some things that I'm saying. And I can be a blessing to them and their futures, futures family. Lake. That's just the reality of it. They love the nation. They love y'all. They never miss a day. We can count on the haters, but the true and true followers are here. Crying with the nation, baby. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tauty and cheap, if life itself seems empty and useless, without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, and plan for it, and lose all terror of your mind for it, if you will simply go after the thing you want, if dogged and grim and besiege and beset it with the help of Almighty, you will get it. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the blueprint, right? The blueprint around his mug. The best, really, though. <laughs> Let's go, Cowboy Nation. That's all of the haters, baby. They they are number one fans. We love them, baby. Emotional. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Yes, indeed, baby.
5: Roll those.
0: Shout out to your roster, X. Appreciate you for the super chat. Say just watch The Gladiator.
1: I love it.
0: Shout out to all the supporters, man. Be sure to hit that like, share this content. Let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and be young.
1: Come
0: on. And me, Andrew, appreciate you Stelios no Paul JD way. from DC Presley not Elvis. See. See but appreciate free. you. Photos. Come
1: on.
0: Law. on Nation. Come
1: on. Yo. Now. Y'all hit that like button. Appreciate you, Sean Day.
0: That's the Washington team. I heard they team for sale.
1: I'm your favorite
0: rapper. Favorite rapper. I love that. I'm your favorite content creator. Content creator. That's dope. Appreciate y'all.
1: ringing and I tell him I got wifey, y'all bling it. She ice, freeze, photo, please. please, no photos. No, no. Jeez, Jeez. No. no no, please, no photos. Nowadays nothing really is Only one of me and nobody like me. Phone ringing and I tell him this I got wifey, y'all bling it. She ice, freeze, photo, photo.
0: Gotta beat those Jags. We definitely gotta beat those Jags, man. Come on. Shout out to you as Modius. Don't let the street lights each all alone. It's dangerous. You know it's dangerous to go alone.
1: Don't let the street lights each you. could I be our play
0: too? I follow
5: whatever you go execute. Order
0: 66. I got you, Asmodeus. I told you. <laughs> one day at a time, one movement at a time. Nobody coming to see you, Otis. And another one.
1: Stop the cap. Stop <laughs> the
0: Don't let them hit you Shout out to the Facebook community once again Appreciate all of you guys so much And the YouTube circles Appreciate y'all Twitter and Twitch Thank you And the Instagram Check out Sutton Digital Marketing. SuttonDM.com. 866-508-4169 for your mind.
1: that there are known unknowns but there's also unknown unknowns things we don't know that we don't know
0: appreciate you Choctaw one way or another we'll open up the phone lines when I get back salute salute